Hi, this is Delcina with Keeping It Fit for Life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to us both growing together as we go through this journey of learning new habits and skills that will help improve both our fitness and our health for life. Hey everybody, this is Delcina, your online fitness and nutrition coach. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. I'm really excited. I want to try to get a little bit more consistent with these podcasts because I have something important to tell you. Well, yeah, I think it's important, but you know, you got to tune in to see if it's important to you. So today on Delcina and fitness, I want to talk to you. Well, I want to talk to specifically my little old lady friends. <laughs> okay, now you're not little old lady friends, but other women just like myself. I am in my mid 50s. I'm going to be 55 this year. Oh my gosh, it sounds so old. Oh, but it's true. I'm going to be 55. And I try not to focus on the number. A lot of times I really kind of forget how old I am. If I'm going on some sort of elliptical machine or workout machine at the gym, you know, you have to put in your numbers, your weight and height and all that stuff. And you put in your age. And sometimes I have to think, hmm, I'm 53, 54. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm 54. I won't be 55 till September. But before you long, it'll be here in no time. Well, for any of you out there that are around this age, you kind of start thinking about... Along with all the millions of other things we think about, you think about your body and not just in the way it looks, but more so how it moves, whether it moves comfortably, whether you are comfortable in your body, whether you feel happy and excited to get naked or get in front of the mirror and you have all these hangups. So at least I do have hangups because we're not where we used to be. And for most of us, many of us probably don't want to be where we used to be, but you know, things have changed and not always for the best. If you've known my history any at all, you know that I have DJD, degenerative joint disease. And it seems like soon as I retired from the military officially, my body just started breaking down on me left and right. Every year was something different. Well, thank the good Lord, cross my fingers, I have not had surgery in 2019. Well, okay, let me backtrack that. I had dental surgery, had oral surgery, because um, the bones in my mouth <laughs> weren't cooperating, right? And so I'm still going through some procedures with the, the dental surgery, but no major limbs, no replacement of body parts. <laughs> I did not have to go to the body part shop and get anything added, repaired, replaced, or exchange. So that's great news. But I know like most of you, you probably have some joints and aches and feelings and you, you feel unable to do the things that you used to do. Simple things like getting up off the floor now become a challenge, right? Um, going to an exercise class is not such a big deal and doing some of the exercises. But if you're like me, when you have to get on the floor, you start thinking, oh boy, am I going to be able to get do this exercise solely because I can't get up. And if I can get up, how awkward and weird is it going to look? You start doing this four point kind of get up thing where you roll under yourself and you stick one leg out and another leg and you're pushing yourself up like you're crawling up a mountain. Oh my gosh. That's, I don't know about you, but I experienced that one too many times. It is not very pretty. 
but that's, I guess, part of not being as fit as we could be. So this past year, I was, I wanted to get back my strength and by not going into the gym exactly, because I know from my old habits, I used to lift heavy weights. I used to be a bodybuilder. I used to compete and, and so forth. So when I go in the gym, I have this terrible tendency to push myself an unusual amount of, of weight. I want to get in there and my old feelings start coming back to my head. I start feeling myself and everything. And I want to just get in the gym and I just want to start exercising too much for too long. And then before I know it, I re-injured myself again or something aches and hurts way too much. And I have to step back and wait and rest. So I don't want to do that this time. So I'm working out at home. And one of my go-to moves to regain my strength, usually after a long period of being sedentary or sitting in bed after having surgery, or even if you've just been a couch potato for a long time, is yoga. Yoga is so, I mean, aside from whatever spiritual practices it has for many people, for me, yoga is a total body awareness exercise. It involves your brain, your breathing, your heart, your body, your mind, and it forces you to pay attention. So oftentimes we get into the gym and we do these non-thinking exercises, cardio explicitly. You know, when you get on the treadmill and you just turn it on and you just go mindlessly, you can even do it while you're watching TV, you're reading a book or talking to somebody or the elliptical machine or the bike. And you're not really paying a lot of attention. Well, with yoga, you have to pay attention. And by having to pay attention, you can focus on the exercise, the moves that you're doing and the results that you're getting. So I started back yoga again, not too long ago, and I'm using an online yoga application it's very simple. It was free. I can't remember what it is. I'll put it out on this podcast at the end of it if you want the information. And so it has where it has a beginner's level, an intermediate level, and an advanced level. And within the beginner's level, intermediate level, there's also broke down of one, two, three, a 20 minute, 40 minute, or 60 minute workout. Well, right now I'm on the beginner's level again at the 20 minute level. And I start with that workout. Very simple. Few sun salutations, a couple of poses. And then the downward dog with the planks and getting back up and popping down. Well, the yo, the easy one has you doing the downward dog when you get down there and you step back and then you have to step back up into a bent, full bent over position. Well, <laughs> that has been such a challenge for me. Yeah, I would get down into the downward dog with no problem. But then I have to get out of it and I'm crawling up like a crab or a lobster. So ridiculous and awkward and painful. And oh my gosh, it's just, after I was doing it for, a, I don't know, a month or so, I'm thinking, I am never going to get strong enough to do this. This is so ridiculously hard and it's the easy version. And even then, too, you'd have to go into the planks, right? So I'd go into the plank. You know, I have my shoulder replaced and I've got a torn rotator cuff on the other side. So I've got some issues there. But I'd go into the plank and barely be able to hold myself up. Oh, my gosh. Every time I'd do it. And I, first, I gave myself, okay, I'm going to do this four nights a week. And it started, I did one week, four nights a week. Then I did the next week, three nights a week. Then it ended up two nights a week. <laughs> but I committed myself and said, you know what? I'm going to go for two nights a week consistently. 
two nights a week consistently, no matter how slow it's going to be the progress, but I need to get into it because the other reason too, even though I was seeing how challenging it was for my body to move through these poses, I would also do this right before going to bed and the last pose, which is my favorite one, would help me to prepare for bed. And the last pose is the corpse pose. <laughs> my favorite pose. All I do is just lay there and just relax. <laughs> That's my favorite pose. Anyway, by the end of that, I would feel so relaxed and calmed down. I could get ready for bed, relax my mind. Because if I don't know like if you're like me, but... I have one of those minds that's just really, really busy running and racing all the time. Even when I lay down, my mind is still running crazy and it's hard for me to just empty my mind of things and calm down and sleep. Well, yoga helps me to do that, which is another reason why I need to do it more nights. Anyway, so going back to my story. So what I would find is that as of here lately, I'm able to get into my downward dog position and instead of awkwardly crawling back up like a lobster with a broken claw, I found that I could get back to the forward bend position in just three steps. <laughs> Before, it would take me at least like eight steps to get back to that position. It was terrible. And I also noticed that my planks are now pain-free. It's so exciting because... I can remember clearly in my mind how awkward moving through the moves we're feeling. I wish I would have videotaped my first one because I look totally jacked up. Like, I uh, just, I don't know, paraplegic or something. I just look terrible. But now I can move through the moves and the poses somewhat seamlessly, get my breathing in without huffing and puffing, and my planks are nice and strong now, even through this rotator cuff that I'm thinking I might not do the surgery because I'm feeling a lot better now and I just don't want to get cut up anymore. And so it's feeling great. I'm telling you all of this to say that you got to give yourself time to progress through whatever it is you're doing. So often, so many of us, women in particular, we get caught up in these fad diets and challenges and things that are going to promise result in no time flat. Well, there's two things wrong with that. One is if you do get the results in no time flat, I can pretty much guarantee you that you had to do something really extravagant, that you had to cut out lots of different types of food groups, that you had to monitor everything you were doing nonstop, that it was a process that completely changed your current habits and that it was not easy. And you did reach those goals. But I can also promise you that if this was a short-term goal and you had to make all those radical moves, that that's not sustainable. You're not going to be able to maintain that level of strictness for your lifestyle, for your long-term. Oh, look at that arm. Ooh, let me shake it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Planks. Anyway, you are not going to be able to maintain it consistently. And that is really where you need to be. That's where we need to be right now. You know, if you're 40, 50, 60, 70, I don't think your goal is to, you know, lose 15 pounds for one month and then gain back 30 pounds later on. You want to feel strong. You want to feel sexy. I want to feel sexy. I love feeling sexy. And you want to feel confident in your body. I'm feeling so good now. 
I'm doing my yoga naked in front of the mirror. <laughs> Before I would never do that. But I'm doing it now because it feels good. I feel confident. And I can look at the little bulges and things on the side of my body and be like, okay, that's just there temporarily. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And now I can see where I have to sculpt and chisel a little bit more. And for me, it's actually motivating because I can see where the changes are happening and I can see where I want to make more changes. And I know it's a journey. I was just telling my husband the other day, you know, it's to me, traveling and those kind of things is not about the end point. Before in the past, when I was younger, it was all about the end point. When I was bodybuilding, I could starve myself, eat nothing, you know, have no flavor, not go out and do anything because I wanted the end point. I wanted to be, you know, 12% body fat and, and et cetera, et cetera. Now it's not about the end point. It's about the journey. I want to enjoy going out to wine dinners. I want to go to par birthday parties. I want to eat whatever it is I feel like eating at the time without being so caught up in mental restrictions at all times. The only restriction I have, and I don't even call it a restriction, is learning how to treat my body healthily. And for me, that has to do with making small little steps, baby steps every day that support my goal. My goal right now is to improve my strength, improve my flexibility, and get my sexy back. So I make those choices consciously based on that. I eat whatever I want, but I eat until I am no longer hungry. I don't eat until I, my pants are bursting at the seams and I have to undo a buckle. Besides, it's a really uncomfortable feeling. I know you felt it. You feel sluggish and yucky at the end of the day and feel guilty the next day. I don't want to be feeling guilty the next day. I eat consciously. Whenever I eat my food, I always think about, oh, how can I make this a little bit better? How can I throw some vegetables into my breakfast or to my lunch or my smoothie or my dinner? So I do a little bit of food displacement. I don't think about taking away. I think about adding. And I'll get some more information on that on one of our next podcasts. Food displacements. The best thing you can do for yourself if you want to live a healthier, longer, happier, stronger life. Well, anyway, I wanted to just bring you a little update on women like me. I want you to start listening to these podcasts because I want us to talk together about what's really real, okay? What is really happening with our bodies as we get this old and what we can actually really do. You can transform your body from your mind through your physical self, through small, gradual little changes that you do every day. And stop letting everybody stress you out and stop listening to those stupid commercials and stop trying to do 30 pounds in 30 days. It's only going to disappoint you. Well, listen, I'm glad you listened today to this um, podcast. I hope you come back again. Look for me every week for a new podcast from Delcina and Fitness. And if you want to know some more information about my fitness program, my um, precision nutrition coaching, you can go to my podcast or the website, which is https don't do www because if you do you'll get to a wrong site so you use https semicolon backslash backslash and it's procoach.app slash delcina p-r-o-c-o-a-c-h dot app slash d-e-l-s-i-n-a i hope you've enjoyed this um podcast and I look forward to hearing from you. Leave me a message if you want to. Write me, tell me what you'd like to hear about us old ladies so we can get fit and trim and sexy. It's been fun talking to you. Bye-bye.
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I really enjoy spending time with you. And remember, if you want any additional information on what we spoke about today or any questions relating to health and fitness, please search for me on www.fitforlifeptllc or on my new coaching site, which is www.procoach.app slash Delcina. I'm always found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you so much. Have a beautiful and healthy day. Thanks for joining me today for today's podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I know every woman out there can relate to. I hate my scale. If you've ever said that before, stay tuned to hear a really interesting take on the numbers on that scale.